We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Live from San Diego and Brooklyn, New York, you're listening to the Solis Report. Tonight's guest from Rotoviz.com, Mr. Curtis Patrick. Later, the boys talk football. John declines a trade, and Devin buys an instrument. Featuring Devin McIntyre and the Solis Report Band, and your host, John Solis! Thank you all so much. We've got a great show for you this evening. Uh, Devin, it's all over the news. You know what I'm going to talk about? Ellen DeGeneres... Oh, okay, okay, guys, come on. You can't, you can't start every episode with the booze, but okay. Ellen DeGeneres, I'm just going to tell a joke. Uh, she's in the news again, Dev. Did you see this? Uh, yeah, I did. She was at the Cowboys game. Is that right? Yeah, she was spotted at the Dallas Cowboys game, and apparently someone uh, videotaped her in the owner's booth uh, uh, fraternizing with a, a, an old, racist, incompetent buffoon. And um, I guess George W. Bush was there, too. <laughs> Wait a minute, uh, uh, Dev, is that a, is that a drum kit? Do you have a new drum kit? I got a new drum kit, John. When'd you, uh, when'd you get that? I just picked it up this weekend. Wow, oh, wow, you got a Zildjian? Man! Zildjian. Yeah, Zildjian, are you, uh, are you familiar with these? Yeah, these, Zil- uh, Zildjian, these drums? Zildjian is sweet. Uh, Neil Peart played Zildjian, and then I think they made, uh, a Paragon just for him. But that, that is a, that is a sweet drum kit. I mean, I like it, but, uh, what made you pick that up? Well, you know, I was thinking about it, and I, I thought it might be nice for the audience to know when to laugh at your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's probably, that's probably a good idea. Okay, yeah. No, let's roll with it. Um, Dev, you, you ever get a good night's sleep? Have you ever had a good... Uh, every night? 
Every, wow, Most okay. Nice. Wow. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I'm not so fortunate, um, but I got a, a good night's sleep last night, and I'm going to be honest with you, I woke up feeling dangerous. Oh, like uh, like Baker Mayfield dangerous? Yeah, like Baker Mayfield dangerous. Like, I, I, w- I was motivated when I got out of bed today. Wow, wow. So uh, what'd you do? Like storm into your boss's office and demand a raise? Uh, no, no. Actually, um, uh, I lost a, a game of football, and I refused to shake Richard Sherman's hand. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sherm. Sherm was pretty upset about that. He was uh, crying to the media about that handshake situation, wasn't he? Yeah, um, isn't that the Joker's origin? I, th- I think so, yeah. I think uh, society re- re- metaphorically refused to shake his hand and he went rogue there for a minute. Yeah, it is a, a very stupid movie, apparently. <laughs> the, the, slightest, the slightest thing uh, 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 turned him into the Joker. Uh, you, you a, hate- small, a small slight for some, but, uh, you know, <laughs> a huge, a huge uh, show of dis- disrespect for, you know... Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> so in other news, the injury woes are continuing for the Chargers. I guess the latest is their center, Mike Pouncey. Uh, he's going to be missing some time. I saw that. He has a neck injury. He's on IR already. Uh, out for the season. Do you know who's who's taking the spot? Um, it looks like it's going to be Dan Feeney uh, moving over from left guard to center. And then at left guard, it's going to be five of Philip Rivers' children uh, jammed unconvincingly into a trench coat. <laughs> they do say you win in the trenches, John. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Dev, does the name Bill Callahan mean anything to you? Yeah, I do know Bill Callahan, O-line coach for Washington, and uh, now he's got the he's got the interim head coach gig. He does. And a a fun fact about him, I didn't know this, but uh, it's not the first time he's replaced a Gruden. Jay Gruden, of course, fired in Washington. Uh, Previously, after they kicked uh, John Gruden out of Oakland, Bill Callahan took over for him, took Oakland to the Super Bowl, and then lost to John Gruden in that very same Super Bowl. Wow, that is a totally insane story. So John Gruden out, Bill Callahan in, they face each other the next year. John Gruden wins the Super Bowl. So this means, by this logic, wherever Jay Gruden lands next year, they're winning it all. Guaranteed, Dev. And not only that, they're going to be facing Washington in that same Super Bowl, coached by Bill Callahan. That is, that's crazy. So 0-16 this year, get the first-round pick, steal it from those <laughs> Miami Dolphins. <laughs> And then next year, Bill Callahan faced Jay Gruden in the Super Bowl, 0-16 to the NFC Championship. Yeah. That is that is another, yeah, that is a genius move by Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen. It's, I can see it all playing out. Uh, Dev, let's share some good news for once. Uh, uh, Sam Darnold, I'm so excited, uh, he beat his mono, and he's back out on the field. Uh, did you hear about that? I did. His spleen is uh, in normal condition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally, back to normal. Uh, apparently, according to reporters, I mean, he's throwing to his left, he's throwing to his right. Forget mono, this guy's in stereo. <laughs> Terrible job. No, no, no rim shot for you. <laughs> no, it, 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 it didn't deserve one. That's okay. 
Folks, we've got a great show for you tonight uh, from rotaviz.com and Dynasty Command Center, Mr. Curtis Patrick. We're going to talk about the Chiefs. We're going to talk about the Texans. And we're going to play a new game called Back and Forth Forever. And now a quick word from our sponsors. Uh, uh, folks, you know, the, the debate is ongoing. Uh, 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 Patreon, Patreon, uh, they're both right, they're, they're both wrong. Uh, but listen, if you really want to support the show, uh, you got to send the money directly to Devin or directly to me. So contact us on Twitter. Uh, we'll send you our PayPal.me addresses. Uh, Devin's got Cash App. He's a young, cool guy. I'm a PayPal guy. But if you want to send us money, send it directly to us. Okay? Right to the source. All right, all right. We are back, folks. Um, wow, what a good ad. Uh, make sure you all take that one to heart. I I, I didn't get to hear it myself, but uh, I've heard it's a, one of the best ads we've had. Um, Dev, uh, did you watch any football this weekend? I did watch some football. Some exciting ones. We saw the uh, saw the Chiefs go down. I was uh, stunned to see that. Um, I did see uh, Pat Mayhomes uh, walking around like an old timey pimp uh, towards the end of the game. Uh, so I'm not calling it a, a pure win over the Chiefs, and they're still my favorite uh, for the AFC. But no, they they have shown a weakness, haven't they? Yeah, Mahomes had that. I guess an ankle injury. And he, but he played through the whole game. It's not clear that that's what lost them the game. But uh, yeah, they, they, uh, one of his teammates, or, or maybe it was one of the Colts, actually was down, injured on the ground. But the camera just followed Mahomes, doing his little limp, <laughs> for about because of the because the action was paused or whatever. They just followed him doing his, uh, yeah, doing that limp like all the way to the sidelines. You know, I, I, I laugh and I make fun because one, he's okay, and two, uh, I wish we could play the clip somehow. Uh, he was he was smiling throughout it, like he he it was a swagger walk, man. Like I, I'm sure he was hurt, but he was he was taking full advantage of that limp. Yeah, we were talking at the time. I said that, that he should petition the NFL Rules Committee to let him play with a cane. <laughs> 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 It probably wouldn't be allowed. <laughs> yeah, man. I would love to see that. Um, okay, all right. So if it wasn't the limp, um, how did how did the Colts win? What happened? Well, Travis Kelsey had a tough game. He had ten targets, but he he early in the game dropped a bunch of passes, or you know he was mad at the refs. It should have been interference or whatever. But they had uh, they had a lot of plays. It looked like they would be successful but ended up killing the drives and he was frustrated and he actually got into a shoving match or i don't know if it was a match he shoved the uh the chief's offensive coordinator eric b and that made a little bit of a little bit of news this weekend uh, did you hear they made up yeah i did hear that yeah uh, apparently kelsey is now um sleeping with b <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, uh, old throwback to the uh, Chris Berman, Chris Berman nickname from his playing days. Yeah, I think was, was I think at Michigan. I think he was a running back at Michigan in the back in the day. Sleeping with the enemy, uh, uh, Dev. I want you to put a, a bookmark in this game. Um, has this ever happened to you? I circulated a text message in my um, redraft league. Because I have too many running backs, and it was very straightforward. I said, hey, if you're in a position where you need running backs, I'm looking specifically to do a, a two-for-one. 
And I know there are teams out there like this. There's a guy with Nick Chubb and, and no one else. Uh, there's a guy with Todd Gurley, who I guess got hurt today, and, and no one else. And of course, this prompts people to look at my roster, see Travis Kelsey, assume I'm very stupid, and offer me things like Deshaun Jackson for Travis Kelsey in case I'm a total fucking moron, and just completely ignoring that I'm looking to trade two running backs. Has that ever happened to you? That's never happened to me. Oh. Maybe, All right, well, maybe it's because they've played with you before. <laughs> okay, fine. Sorry, nobody cares about my fantasy team. That's okay. Um, all right, so uh, 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 we can't place the blame solely on um, Travis Kelsey. I know Marlon Mack uh, had a, a really incredible uh, game. Um, we're vaguely analytics guys. We don't like running the ball, but it seems like the Colts uh, – control of the of the pace of the game is that true is that fair to say yeah marlon mack had 29 rushing attempts and damian williams had nine rushing attempts and so there you go 29 is more than nine Colts win. <laughs> isn't it true that uh, uh uh whichever team kneels down the ball more tends to win as well is that true that's also true that's also true they uh patrick mahomes did not try that i i am surprised that is not in andy reed's bag of tricks He's a large bag of tricks. <laughs> Should have just kneeled it a couple times. Maybe pull out the surprise victory. Seriously. You know, Dev, before we move on, uh, something I, I, I jotted down here and I wanted to talk to you about. Um, there was a certain play with Byron Pringle, uh, uh, and Al Michaels just seemed particularly interested, like fixated on his feet and his footwork, and they just spent more time than I thought was reasonable on, on footwork and feet. Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah, it was a funny play where he caught the ball down the sideline and uh, ran in, for, ran in. I think, for a touchdown. And they were wondering whether it was earlier in the play, if he had stepped out of bounds, like you have to, you know, you can't step out of bounds and come back in bounds. Right. The play, yeah. So that, nobody really noticed that. And then uh, it was like minutes later in the game, like the Colts had the ball, like, Multiple times later in the game, they kept showing the replay, and they even brought in like the officials expert to like comment on it. And it was like a play that was like long gone. No, nobody cared about it anymore. But the broadcast booth like would not let it go. No, they 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 were they were just stuck on it. They they were obsessed. I mean, honestly, I haven't seen uh, such an out of bounds foot fixation since Rex Ryan was in the league. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's true. It seemed like Al Michaels had a personal stake in that play being overturned. Uh, like you know, he, he may have had some money. You, down. you know, you know, Dev. Uh, I haven't seen a reversal so dependent on a pair of heels touching since the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I don't want to get, I don't want to get an Al Michaels rant here, but I haven't heard of a septuagenarian so obsessed with a pair of heels since Imelda Marcos. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys don't get that one, write the show. We'll explain it to you. Uh, it, it's, it's a really, really good reference. Um, you know, that's the perfect segue to our next segment, uh, Back and Forth Forever. Last week, we asked the audience, uh, uh, hey, guys, do you like the uh, we haven't seen this since that? Uh, we haven't uh, heard this since 
since then format and my god the 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 response was overwhelming uh fan mail people calling in uh hitting us up on on twitter uh at solis report at devon mci on twitter uh and, and you guys just love this format so we thought uh let's just give it a whole segment uh what do you say dev Are you ready to uh, do a little back and forth yeah forever i'm ready for it and and uh <laughs> yeah it was it was definitely Definitely not that we just had these jokes. It was definitely <laughs> a crowd demanding that yeah, we Yeah, man. Yeah, you don't need to belabor that. I already told them that. It's the truth. No, I, I was just emphasizing that that's definitely true and not a made-up fact. So, Dev, did you happen to catch the solar eclipse last week? No, I didn't. Well, it was uh, incredible. I mean, awe-inspiring stuff. Uh, to be honest, I haven't seen a star get completely blanked out like that since DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> yeah, okay, nice. We set that up already. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, now that I think about it, I haven't seen such a restrained Hopkins performance since Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> well, that's true, Dev, but uh, Deshaun Watson, gosh, he, uh, he really lit up the Falcons, didn't he? I, I just love Deshaun. Uh, you know, I haven't seen someone I love burn some birds so badly since my fiancé tried to grill chicken. Yeah, chicken, chicken is tough. Chicken is tough, John. That's 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 an unfair criticism, I think, uh, especially on the grill. I mean, I I haven't seen such a one-sided battle with lean white meat since Christian McCaffrey played Jacksonville last week. <laughs> so, in music news, Steph, uh, uh, did you see that the Black Eyed Peas barely sold any tickets to their Hollywood Bowl show? Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah, yeah, but not surprising. Uh, honestly, I haven't seen a spectacle so unwelcome in Los Angeles since the Chargers. <laughs> nice. You got to get. Uh, I'm, I'm happy for you, John. You're getting these Chargers jokes out. It means a lot. I would say that I haven't witnessed such a dispiriting Fergie performance since I started Josh Ferguson in preseason DFS. Uh, all right. All right. All right. That's it for that segment. Nicely done. <laughs> Following a team you love in 2019 can be time-consuming. Trying to follow everything happening in sports is almost impossible, and scrolling through every app and visiting every website is actually impossible. That's why I subscribe to Axios Sports, the best free daily newsletter around. Axios Sports is a modern sports page delivered directly to your email. When you sign up for free at sports.axios.com, you'll get the best stories from the NBA to the NFL to cricket to ping pong and everything in between. Axios Sports also highlights the most important stats and trends, giving you the ability to stay informed. It's super simple to sign up, and guess what? It's free. Sports.axios.com. Not only will you be caught up, but you'll be the one sharing the news with your friends, and who doesn't want to be that guy? Join the 100,000 sports fans who get caught up on the day before it even begins. This is free, curated sports content delivered directly to you. Sign up at sports.axios.com. Humans have been shaving for thousands of years, and the secret to a great shave? It hasn't changed much. The ancient Greeks didn't need flex balls or heated handles, and neither do you. That's why Harry's doesn't overcharge you to add gimmicky features to their razors. They focus on delivering what actually matters, sharp, durable blades at a fair price. I love Harry's because it gives me a close shave at a low price. Do us a favor and check out harrys.com slash bluewire for your free trial today. Harry's is a return to the essential. 
quality, durable blades at a fair price, just $2 a blade. It's super convenient. Blade refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule, with or without a subscription. And there's no risk to you for trying them out. If you don't love your shave, let them know, and they'll give you a full refund. Listeners of the show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash bluewire. You will get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, five blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com slash bluewire to start shaving better today. All right, folks, we are back, and we've got a treat for you. Our next guest is from rotaviz.com. He's one of the owners. He's the producer of this show, and he runs Dynasty Command Center, none other than Mr. Curtis Patrick. All right, all right. Wow, thank you so much. Wow, what a reception for for you, Curtis. Uh, Thank you so much for being here. You're our third guest. Uh, uh, what made you want to come on the Solis Report? I thought this was CNN. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a lot of our audience is going to be familiar with you and your work already, but I remember uh, in the olden days, the original Dynasty Command Center column was on rotaviz.com. Uh, uh, what made you want to uh, uh, bring that type of work to the site? Um, actually... I, I think my first article ever was on Vance McDonald. Um, and I knew that I wanted to write about fantasy football because I was having fun with the interactions on Twitter and Rotoviz published the article. And then I think they maybe just needed extra help with dynasty writing. So I wrote dynasty and I wanted to have a catch. I did. I've always been really interested in branding and the concept of making things memorable. So I knew that I wanted to have some sort of catchy, name at the beginning of each article and so i just i branded it fantasy command center so it's kind of just a happy accident somewhere along the line it becomes a product right like as i understand it uh uh uh, readers and listeners can go solicit the help of dynasty experts um through dynasty command center how did that happen yeah so actually i wrote dynasty command center uh that fall i don't remember what year it is at this point i think it might have been 2016 or something like that and then Ryan McDowell, who everyone knows uh, that that plays Dynasty Fantasy Football, obviously, he recruited me to go over to Dynasty League Football. And so Ryan and I became really good friends, and he kind of helped me, uh, I guess, hone my spot or carve out my spot a little bit more, even so, uh, in the Dynasty community. And the following fall, so I guess this is 2017 now, um, my friend John Proctor uh, had started uh, – the power hour podcast slack and this was dfs based and he was having a lot of fun with it and it was really growing so he said well let's just kind of copy that idea but do it for dynasty so ryan and i literally just opened up a slack chat and slapped i I think nine bucks a month or something on it and we had no idea if anyone would have any interest because dynasty is a long game like you have to pay into this every month for a long time for the payoff it's not like i bought your advice and then and I get some sort of instant gratification this weekend. Um, and people were really kind and signed up mostly because I think, you know, Ryan's among the most famous uh, fantasy analysts, if that's such a thing. And, uh, you know, I was well liked enough on Twitter to get some people to sign up as well. And it's just it's really become a robust community. It's been a really great time. This is our third season going and, you know, a couple hundred members in there. And 
you know, thousands of messages every week. It's, it's really, really fun. It's yeah, cool it was that really you, kind of bo- it's cool that you go ahead, Devin. I didn't mean with... to interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, it's, uh, it's great that you went with the, you know, you didn't necessarily start off as a dynasty person, but the opportunity came up and then you ran with it. I mean, it, you, what if you had gone with like the Vance McDonald command center? <laughs> Who knows where that would have taken you? But the dynasty content, that was really, that was the right choice. I feel like I ended up being like a Jared Cook content provider. That's and the it, opportunities, man. I mean, they've been good, but not, maybe not quite as good if I had picked a broader subject. Or even just a younger player, Dev. Like Jared Cook, you got two years of, of riding that train, tops. Oh Maybe. yeah, but I've already been on the train for for many years, so it's it's fine. And look where it's gotten you, the co-host yeah. on the most successful exactly. podcast on the entire internet. Exactly. I'm not, that's what I'm saying. I'm not complaining. I think I think the Vance McDonald Command Center would also have been very successful. But you know, it really, I think it really went it really went in an ideal direction for you. No, Curtis did the right thing. I digress. So you've got this uh, 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 great product operating on its own. Um, you went uh, uh, from Rotoviz to DLF, and obviously you are back to Rotoviz in a big way. Uh, how did that happen? Yeah, there was a one stop I didn't mention. So um, uh, I wrote at Pro Football Focus for a couple years, uh, you know, with a, a few buddies there as well. And um, anyway, uh, that that ended. I think a lot of people in the in the industry know, you know, they kind of went separate ways with most of their writers, and they're down to only a few guys at this point. And, yeah. uh, so, you know, I knew, I knew my contract wasn't going to renew and, um, conversation had been kind of going on with Sean and the opportunity to become a co-owner presented itself. And, uh, I mean, Rotoviz is, is just such a, it's such a proud legacy. And I, I was always kind of jealous of the guy I hear about the glory days of like when it was starting, um, with, uh, with FD and, you know, the, I mean, there's so many stars in the industry, right. They were part of that. Um, and you know, I, I wish I'd been around for that. I just missed it by a couple of years. And so yeah, I, I felt like maybe my energy or, um, I, what, what I just think coming back to the brand, maybe I could have helped in some way. Um, and you know, I, I think that I have, I hope that I have, um, but it's, it's really fun. Um, so I, I'm part of the ownership group and I'm still writing as much as I can, but I'm also doing some things on the, the brand side and the, and the business management side. And, just kind of trying to be a jack of all trades to, to help Sean and, and everyone else that's uh, part of this great site uh, make it run. Do you guys have a favorite brand of maple syrup? I hate to go back to this, but oh, thank I told you, you I was asking. kind of expanding. So, um, you know, oh, no, go on, go on. Sorry, because I, I have an answer. I, I'm, I'm really only asking you because I want to tell you mine. <laughs> I mean, I'll listen to yours. You want to go? Let's skip mine. I'll say I like AAA or higher. Uh, all natural maple syrup, but the brand doesn't matter as much. What's yours? My favorite maple syrup is not even maple syrup. This is an abomination. This this is truly an abomination. Um, but it reminds me of my childhood, and it's what my my mom had in the cabinet, and so I still buy it to this day. If my wife brings home anything except this maple syrup imposter, I will not eat it. I will not use it on a waffle on a French toast slice or on a pancake. It must be Aunt Jemima butter light. Oh Anything God. else. Oh my God. Even another, even another Aunt Jemima is not going to get used. 
And I think it's more about Aunt Jemima herself than it is about what's inside the bottle. It's just what I'm used to seeing. If you bring me Mrs. Buttersworth, I'm not interested. It's got to be Aunt Jemima. What's something people who listen to you or read you might not know about you? Oh, I was... um, Okay, yeah, this is fun. I was on an episode of MTV's I Bet You Will at my days at Marshall University. And it was, uh, do you guys remember this show? You're probably too young for this show. Back in the day, there was something called music television. And <laughs> it, was, uh, it was MTV. I heard they it was music MTV. videos. <laughs> uh, not during, that was, that predated me even. But, uh, toward the end of its, uh, toward the end of, maybe, yeah. Uh, toward the end of its, um, existence it started getting into like game shows and a little bit of reality tv and those types of yes. things so one thing that they did there was this guy um what's his morgan spurlock i think is his name yeah he did, like the documentary uh, uh, supersize me yeah supersize yeah. me yeah yeah we ate mcdonald's all the time and and it ruined his health and made a document yeah so that guy was one of the the hosts of this show called i bet you will and they went around i mean the premise of this show they i don't think they could do this anymore but they went to different college campuses and they they offered college students lots of money to do uh, often risque or just, you know, it was kind of like uh, back. Did you ever watch wrestling back in the day where like um, I think there was this one personality that would like pay people money to like lick toes and stuff like that? Yeah, kind of yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. So it's basically that, except, you know, with a bunch of like 19 to 22 year old. Well. Uh, I don't know if any children are listening to the show. 21 and older folks are just <laughs> looking for beer money. And so they took advantage of this. And and so I, my name uh, or my hand was picked, I guess, uh, for one of the games. And it was called Ass Mashing. Oh, no. Do you care to guess what the game Ass Mashing consisted of? You, you won't guess, but I'd like to hear your answers. I mean, there had to be, I'm guessing there were some asses involved. Uh, uh, Dev, I mean, there's got to be some mashing going on. Yeah, I think mashing definitely had to be part of it. Are we close? You guys, you're two, you're two for two. We nailed it. So, yeah, there, there were they were asses. So, of, of course, you know, there's there's college girls. Do they give the girls the thongs or do they give the guys the thongs? Do they give oh, the no. guys the thongs. Now, at this point, I've, I've already committed to participating in this game. The way that it worked is um, they would say, who will do this for $10? They just tell you the name of the game. Who wants in for $10? Who wants in for $20? And then it just keeps going up. You don't know the details. You just know the name of the game. And I think it was like $200 or something that the four of us were selected. So they ended up pairing us off into two uh, tag teams. One, we didn't know who was going to do which role, but one person in each tag team had to get inside like, I guess it was this stand-up sleeping bag type of thing and, and get into this neon orange thong. In front, I mean, there's hundreds of people gathered around and MTV camera crews and everything. And the other person was going to guide this blindfolded, bethonged individual <laughs> across this obstacle course and try to get them to sit on different pies. So they were going to match the pies wearing the thong. And it was, I think there was maybe three pies and you had to get them around to Conan back. Kind of like the game where you balance the egg on the spoon. It was kind of that, except just embarrassing. <laughs> And, and it actually came down, believe it or not, to a photo finish. They did the thing where they slow it down and like that type of thing. And, and um, my partner's ass hit the chair just slightly before yes. our opponent's ass in slow motion. And so Hell we yeah. got $200. $200 is a 19-year-old 
freshman oh in uh, 2002. I was loaded. That's outloaded. amazing. That's so, amazing. Yeah, that's how I, that's how I got gotten my start. Um, I, I don't know what exactly it started, but <laughs> you had that taste for fame. That's what it was. And asses. So, uh, Curtis, obviously, um, you've heard our show before, and we have some recurring segments. Uh, what'd you eat? What'd you tweet? Uh, and really, that's it right now. But uh, the issue is, Devin and I both have uh, these voices that are just not necessarily conducive to to reading out these titles. And you've got that uh, again, incredible radio presence. Um, if I hand you some some cards with some segment titles that we're going to do on this show, uh, would you mind reading them? And then maybe we'll use them in future episodes. Is that okay with you? I think it's the least that I can do, John. Well, it is so much appreciated. Uh, I've just got a stack of them here and, and just know that, uh, you know, we haven't done these yet, but we're for sure going to do them later. And, and, you know, it's much appreciated. So just uh, start from the first one there in your best radio voice. Fish tank or fish tank? Yeah, um, you know, I got this fish tank uh, that I've been talking about, and uh, uh, basically it's like uh, there's a statement, and, you know, we'll, we'll read a statement, and it's like, uh, uh, um, okay, so everyone here is itching to get out, uh, and then the audience will have to decide, is that about the dolphins, or is it about uh, my aquarium? And in that case, it's, it's the dolphins. Um, but if it's like, oh, uh, things are going really well and we're optimistic for, you know, what next year will bring, that's clearly the aquarium. So that'll be that segment. All right. Uh, what else do we got, Curtis? <laughs> Ass mashing? Uh, <laughs> I, um, okay. As, uh, I, I feel like there could be some copyright infringement <laughs> issue. I, I, so Aren't you a lawyer? It's it's not what you think, okay? Uh, I know it's called ass mashing, and you mentioned that earlier. But um, on this program, uh, basically, there's a, a, a thong, and there's a series of pies placed on chairs, and it's something of a race. So I don't think we're going to have any issues. But you just guys, I told you I was a little short on time, but um, let's just keep going through this this list. I hope I hope uh, I hope we don't. Mina Kimes. Are you listening? Because this sounds pretty creepy. I, I'm not sure about this one. It, it is not creepy. Okay, so... Um, it's a little creepy. No, it's not. It's not creepy. So, um, Justin... When John says it's not creepy... <laughs> that's not true. It might be creepy. No, no, listen. I have an excellent barometer now of what is creepy. <laughs> that's a segment. So, uh, I believe that Mina Kimes is a big fan of this show. And I think a good way of finding out is just going to devote a segment to her and her perfection and um, uh, see if she has anything to say about it. Is that okay? That's not creepy. That's, that's just football radio. Yeah, I'm going to talk to Tom about what we do in post-production. <laughs> Devin, it's going to be fine. Okay. What else? Is, I think we've got a couple more. Dave Grohl, the rock star of a generation or the drunk? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. This one hits me weird. All right. Let's try it again. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know why this one is so funny to me. It is. No, I can't read it. No, you're good. You're Hold good. <laughs> Fucking Devin wrote this one. He's, his head is inflating. Really 
John is it's also furious. furious. Yeah, I'm, I'm really upset about <laughs> yeah. this one, but uh, it just rem- like I'm just picturing like a a movie poster with Bradley Cooper on it or something. Like it, this seems like it actually would be some this like an actual documentary. Oh yeah, Sorry. yeah. <laughs> Dave Grohl, the rock star of a generation, or the drummer from Nirvana. Um, unless I'm missing something, guys, this doesn't seem very football or fantasy related. Yeah, and, and uh, at this point, John yelled and screamed about Dave Grohl for maybe 20 minutes. The Comedy Central roast of our sponsors. Guys, ab- absolutely not. I've sent multiple emails about this. Sean has followed them up. This, this one's off the table. Oh, no, it, it's, it's not what you think. Um, Okay, so it's kind of, have I you think s- it's a roast of our sponsors. Have you That's seen the Have you seen a Comedy Central roast? They're gonna is, love it, Curtis. Is it a, it, they, is, you only is it, tell me what a, a roast. What do you think a roast is? You only roast the ones you love. Okay, so uh, um, uh, let's say we were sponsored, for example, by Panera Bread. I've got a Panera Bread uh, a cup of water here on my desk, and uh, we would insult Panera Bread. We would uh, 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 debase the product and those who enjoy it. Uh, we would use extremely vulgar language in doing so, and all of this to convey our appreciation for the product. So I think the sponsors will actually love it. Have you guys heard of this show called The Solis Report? It's the, the worst fucking fantasy <laughs> football show I've ever heard. <laughs> love it. Love it. <laughs> What if, what if I, I get that, we get like that, that all the time. We get that all the time. Yeah, have you been reading our reviews? That <laughs> read, that read like one for baby. Right. See, I think this is a really good format. I think, uh, I think Panera's gonna love it. I think we're gonna get Panera bread on. Oh, that would be a good one. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm glad we have the green light. Thank you, Curtis. Uh, are there any others? Douchiest Rotoviz staff member. Uh, <laughs> okay, I, we, we don't have an HR department. I, but I feel compelled to speak up. I, I just don't think this is going to go over well in the company Slack. Um, Dev, it looks like we found our member. Yeah, I think we did. I have some ideas. For this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do this one next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, oh, we, we set a trap. <laughs> Came on this show, we set a trap. Well, Curtis, thank you so much for uh, uh, recording that for us. I think those segments are all going to be extremely popular. Uh, HR be damned. Um, uh, but I want to take it back to, to Dynasty, because when I think of you, I think of Dynasty. Um, I said earlier that I'm not nostalgic, and that's true. But I am sentimental. And the thing I like about Dynasty is it gives fans an opportunity to... Uh, kind of plant a flag and invest in a player. Um, so I want to know uh, if you feel the same way, and if so, like, are there any players that um, you are sentimental about? Yeah, there's definitely players I'm sentimental about, but I don't ever really let it enter the picture in terms of not being willing to trade a player away or maybe going out of my way to buy them. It's usually guys that I was really in on like as a rookie prospect and just ended ended up with lots of shares that way. Um, you know, one guy might be Tyler Lockett. Another guy might be DJ Moore. but I actually have a lot less shares of those guys than I would like to have. But then what happens 
is you start writing articles about those guys and then you inflate the price for yourself. And so um, it, people just use your own article against you in a negotiation. But um, and, and I also, you know, I think it can get in the way of, of winning, which is the main reason that I that, that's my main goal is to win a dynasty league. Um, that's how I have fun. And um, I think it can be fun even if you're not winning and rebuilding and, and those things are enjoyable. But um, I usually am trying to leverage the rules or the lineup settings or things like that. And so the variety of types of leagues I play in kind of will steer me away from being overly invested in certain players as well. John's goal is also to one day win a dynasty league. So you guys have that. <laughs> Patient. It's a journey. It's a journey, Curtis. Destination. It's not playing in week 16. You know what? You know what I do in week 16? I go Christmas shopping. I hang out with the family. You know, I attend to my beautiful fish tank. I don't have to worry about week 16. I'm playing. So, uh, Curtis, as you know, at, at the time of this shoot, you're our third guest and um, are following two comedians, uh, Pete Overzet and Sean Siegel, uh, both well-known for their zany comedy antics. And uh, when Pete came on, I asked him if he wanted to, to promote anything, and uh, he said, no, I just want to insult you and Sean Siegel. Okay. And uh, when Sean came on, uh, he talked about a book. That he's writing. Um, is there anything that you know you want to share with our listeners? Like, what's what's going on at Rotoviz? What's new over there? Okay, so the first one's the NFL Stat Explorer. The NFL Stat Explorer is probably the coolest, most user friendly tool that we have now. I think the Rotoviz screener is probably the best tool in fantasy football on any site, um, but it's it can be a little bit daunting for people um, at times, and uh, luckily. Uh, Dave Cabin put out a video tutorial uh, for it. But the NFL Stat Explorer is much more approachable uh, for me. And, and you can look at, uh, you know, players weekly, uh, PPR, scoring trends, you know, how do, they, how do they fare, you know, like as an RB1 or an RB2 or, or a flex. Uh, for wide receivers, we've got air yards in there. Literally, we just have like game logs. I mean, basically, you know, what Mike Beers is doing uh, in, in that tool um, and in the NFL Weekly Stats app, is just trying to make it so Rotoviz is the only place you really have to go um, totally. when you're doing anything fantasy related, and because that that would always be a frustration. Like, okay, I got to sub to like three or four sites to get all the stuff that I want, and right. so we're really trying to make Rotoviz kind of a a full service um, site. And so if you're a sub and you haven't checked out uh, the the toolbox lately, the NFL Stat Explorer is definitely a must try. And then. The, the newest thing that we have is the NFL pace app and, you know, uh, DFS players especially are really into pace because more plays equals more opportunities equals more chances to score uh, for all of the players involved in, in a contest. And so this is a really cool app. I don't know all the ins and outs yet, but the visuals are stunning and um, you really can get a sense of how fast a, a game might be based off of each of those two teams trends uh, over whatever period you want to set the filters to. So really, really cool. And then there's super easy, like practical stuff like the FFPC waiver report, which is literally just like a report of who's being added on waivers and how much was spent on them. And you can kind of compare to see how close was I, you know, with my budget versus some of these other people. So um, a wide spectrum of things that, that we're offering. And um, a lot of this work gets done behind the scenes. And I just want to make sure the right people get the right amount of credit for it. Uh, Curtis, if you've listened to the show before, and I know you have, 
You know, there's something we ask of all our guests, uh, even when those guests are producers of the show, okay? And, and, and you're no exception. Every guest who comes on has to give us a joke. I'm talking about uh, uh, not an anecdote, okay? I'm talking about an old school joke with a setup and a punchline. Is that something you can do for us? I, I'll let you be the judge. I'm going to certainly make my best effort. All right. The floor is yours. Okay, so an ant knocked on the door of a house, and the house owner opened the door. I want a place to stay, said the ant. Well, I have a vacant room, and you can occupy it for free, said the owner. Thankful, the ant went inside and occupied the vacant room. After a couple of days, one of his friends shows up. So he goes back to the owner and says, hey, can my friend stay with me? Can this other ant stay with me? The guy says, sure, and he can stay without paying any rent as well. After a couple more days... A third ant shows up. So this is a, a second friend shows up. Again, the original ant goes back to the owner, says, hey, can this third ant stay with us? And the owner says, sure, he can stay for free. This went on and on and on and on. More and more ants showed up, and the owner always agreed to let them stay without paying any rent. Well, one final day, the ant brought in a tenth friend and requested the owner to allow it to stay with them all. The owner said, okay. You can all stay here, but now you have to pay rent. You are now tenants. Yeah! All right, folks, that's been our show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to our guest, Curtis Patrick. Thanks, Dad, to you. And uh, next time, we've got Matt Kelly from Roto Underworld, the podfather himself. He'll be a fun one. Thank you all so much.